Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 29th. Andy, how are we doing? <laughs> Brendan, that was quite the... Uh, kind of stumbled into that one, like Wyndham Clark on the I wasn't sure. Pole. I wasn't really ready to uh, answer that after that finish. That was quite a... I feel like a swing. And uh, the predictable of irony of all ironies, Wyndham Clark leaks oil coming down <laughs> the 18th hole. Hadn't even thought about completely that. Completely predictable. The one who said they might be not as fresh, they might not be leaking oil. Oil hits one, you know, three thirty down the middle. Bogey seventeen too. Two and fro and two and fro. Did he bogey seventeen? Yeah, that's right. Bogey seventeen. Um, Ryder Cup day one. Uh, I I I tried to write this in the in the preview newsletter. The charm of the Ryder Cup is we've had freaking blowouts for a decade now, and it still feels really exciting, dramatic intriguing enjoyable along the way even if it's not maybe interesting competitively in the last hour and a half of sunday and it felt like we kind of got that today at least um i thought in that, both sessions quite honestly even i thought that afternoon session was really an awesome session of golf it was great it was like great the the rom uh hogard scheffler kapka match was was really an, an amazing match and then the i think the the hovland hatton thomas spieth match was really great back nine you know fantastic um, golf it, it where we're at as you listen to this friday september 29th afternoon we're recording eastern time in the united states getting absolutely drenched in new york city area um <laughs> the u.s is down five plan for afternoon golf's been thwarted jam six and a half to one and a half which like we just said, good golf. It felt like for much of the afternoon session, the U.S. might cut into the 4-0 deficit from the morning, and instead it's extended by one, uh, one point with the, U, uh, the Euros having on 18 three of the, last, uh, the first three matches, and, and then the Americans getting absolutely boat raced, body bagged by Little Fitz, Matt Fitzpatrick, body bagging. <laughs> Uh, Xander he and was Colin not, Morikawa. He was not going to be denied a point <laughs> this year. His first point. His first you know? Ryder Cup point. He's a new man. He's a, he's a completely different uh, human being from from then. Should we go blow by blow here? Let's just do the afternoon recap. I, just, I would love to talk a little bit about, like, I think one of the things with match play, you're watching this, and, and it's just the one of the great aspects of match play, the ebbs and flows of these matches, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> At the beginning of the afternoon session, it was like, oh, my God, it's just... A repeat of the morning right. then all of a sudden it was like oh man the the americans are gonna gain some ground this they could end this five three and then it's just that that last flow of the match just unbelievably just rocked to uh the europeans and bob mcintyre and justin rose getting getting a half out of that match that was that's a feels like a backbreaker for the u.s team uh, um, they were celebrating it like there are those halves, right? Where one side's really celebrating, fist pumping, and the other—I mean, even Justin Thomas, uh, T 
T-Bucket Thomas, right? When he had his <laughs> um, his earlier pump celebration. And I think that was rightfully so. It seemed like the crowd was chirping him when he backed off and he turned and got in their face. He makes a great putt to have. And it was somewhat subdued compared to Victor's momentarily earlier, uh, moments earlier. And Justin Rose is there. And like you're saying, Rose, Bobby Mack. Bobby Mack was Bobby Mack. He is who we thought he was. Um, <laughs> it was a tough back nine for Bobby Mack. Yeah, I mean, he hit one 330 on the first tee and then stuffed it to five feet and made a birdie, and that was it. I mean, you know, I mean it's great. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's like 120th in the world. Um, he's he's but, like a he's like a backup corner. You know, he might make a pass breakup here or there. <laughs> Might get in there, but you can't depend on him for 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 cross- four quarters. All these all these football comps. Um, but like you said, you said it. We're doing these kind of silly, fun little midpoint live shows uh, in the morning, and you were like, "If they lose that match, it's over." McIntyre and Rose, two of what you would say at this moment aren't the stronger players on the European side. Whoever they get matched up against, even if they get matched up two of the weaker or you Americans, you have to pick them off, given a four shot, four point deficit, and they didn't. They got to have. Well, I think that's the thing. You look at the, the European roster, and they're really strong at the top, and their top players balled out. Crushed. Um, you know, I think like the Rom, Rom was sensational today. Uh, Hovland was really good today. Rory obviously got two points. But the bottom was the big question mark. And, you know, where they have maybe the top three players, I, I think Scotty's one of the top three players in the event, the way he's putting, the way he putted today, if that continues. But um, who else from the Americans would you, who are the Americans' top players? I, I think that's the, I think that's this, the big question yeah. mark. It, to me, it, it looks like it's a, it's kind of like a, a poo poo platter. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, you know, JT played a great back nine. He was pretty mediocre on the front. Right. Spieth. I mean, I don't know where he went on the back nine. Duct tape came off. It came off around the eleventh tee box, eleventh green. And, he removed uh, himself from the competition. It's like one of those. Stretch. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not very good at golf. You are very, and sometimes we play matches together, and I'm just you know I'm like in my pocket a lot, and that's kind of where Spieth Spieth was for much of the uh, late afternoon. He did have five birdies early on, so it's not like he was a no show like. The, all the all the holes count, right? You play each one's worth, you know, one up or one down. But he, you, you can't put the entirety of the pressure on your opponent, on your partner, for like an hour and a half in the last two hours of a match, and that's what happened with speed. Let's go. One one thing, but with Ho, uh, with Hogard, McIntyre, and Rose, getting through a session where you played. You know, arguably, Hogard made eight birdies. I, I like he played unbelievable, and to say, but like, you know, undeniably statistically, he's one of the three weakest players in this in this event. McIntyre, Justin Rose, probably right there. Those three guys not losing a point, and you playing those three guys, it, it's just it's unbelievable, and that's going to be the thing I think that you look back on because. I don't know. It's I think there there's still a chance like this could flip. They could have the same exact day tomorrow. There's Maybe. so much golf. There's so much golf left. Yep. But the problem with the US team is their depth was a disadvantage today because a bunch of guys played bad. Um nobody played well. When you say their depth was a disadvantage, you meant like you feel like ZJ Ozach felt compelled because they're deep to 
well, I think uh, have like confidence in every kind of person he was putting out there, and they weren't good. I think that's the value prop of the American team, yeah. right? Is like sure, like at the top, the Euros had the advantage, but then you look at it like it's like okay, after we get through three, you can make an argument like the next eight best players are American. Um, and I I don't think that bared out today. Oh, and, and I think yeah, and I think you know, it got a lot of play on the telecast, but. Rust. I mean, did that look like a, a sharp team? No. Did the, the Europeans is... look pretty sharp? Yeah. What I found interesting, the guys you're talking about, Hoygaard. I think. I mean, look, it's easy to say after a five point spread. I think this is like maybe one of the worst. Oh, maybe the worst opening day for the U.S. and I don't know Oakland Hills or something. It's a. It, there's Simil- no other way around a lot it. Of, a similar attitude to Oakland Hills leading into this. <laughs> A little cocky, you think? Cocky. Ah, you know, maybe. this isn't a big deal. This is just another event. Maybe a guy maybe a guy that's, uh, you know, not really happy to be there unpaid. Oh, yeah. We've got some intel about certain non-hat-wearing uh, American superstar. who won't wear his hat because, you know, there's, there's sort of a silent protest to, to sort of the financial arrangements of this, this event. Um, I just, yeah... I, it felt like, I know it's a five point, it's easy to say right now. I thought ZJ got put in a body bag by Donald. I thought he got absolutely outclassed, and I know the captains can only do so much, and the players have to do the, what they do. They have to hit the shots. But, like, it's a 30-year drought, and if you want to end it, the time for, like, niceties and worrying about guys' feelings and participation points and all this like just needs to end. Like you either play your horses, you play who you think has been good, or you play like you don't play the guy who might like have the yips on the practice round, but is good friends with one of your better players. Like you just play to win, and you be a little more cutthroat about it. And it feels like we are way too sort of uh, gentle with some of these guys. And I know the player empowerment it's swan, right? Tom Watson was for to our own detriment like too much of a red ass like that doesn't work like mm-hmm. right but there's got to be some middle ground here where like it's, if we want to end this 30-year drought we're not just like constantly catering i think it's, potential an, it's an ego thing and i think what donald has done was like he perfectly brought his rookies in he put one with hovland right off the bat aberg the young guys and then the next one he puts with rom it, and like that's that's some nice cover and they provided that cover and they provided that freedom to like go play uh i think bobby mack was just sort of thrown in the <laughs> well i i mean like counter that with like what what did what did um zach johnson do with his rookies like say what you will but he put max Homa and, and brian Harmon on an island like those guys were just out there they yep. got they got their doors blown off and like neither of them played well Harmon played bad Homa played bad and it's it's just like they didn't settle those guys in at all. It, um, and it it's just I don't know. It seems like he also anticipated like Speed Thomas going first, and he matched that immediately. He knew Hovland Hatton would be formidable, uh, and he expected kind of Shuffler going first. He, he's going to throw out Rom and Hatton first. He like he sort of I, it felt like he anticipated the U.S. like well, how, where we, they might be desperate, where they might come back, and he was on top of it. We talked about this in the lead up, but like the the U.S. really like was they have it, and I want to be clear like the most important thing is that Europe played way better than the U.S. 
But there are these like maybe there's a, a half a point or a point on the margin that this that this coaching stuff makes a big difference in. Right. And I think that's where you see like the coaching stuff. But at the end of the day, the big takeaway should be like Europe really outplayed the Americans. But I think there is crit critique for the you know, for Zach Johnson and the way I mean, this whole thing, it's like he basically handed away his script as to what he was doing months ahead of this tournament. Mm, I don't know about that. I think his I think his parents today were kind of a deviate at least the morning were a deviation from necessarily what we expected. Splitting up Cantley, like there were a lot of questions about why are you taking Cantley out of four ball? Like yeah. a birdie machine and breaking up Xander Cantley. Um it was just I it felt like the morning session was not a punt but it was just kind of like a let's let's ease into this and that's the almost the entire difference like the just the harman uh harman homa just blasted burns had no business <laughs> being out there none and i know jt got all the scrutiny for being the captain's pick because he's more popular he's much more of a superstar it was more of a uh he had a bad year right is I, I guess more of a, a debate or, or skepticism but that allowed Burns to kind of fly under the radar, the Burns pick, which was like maybe clear, the Ricky fit, a pick too, which was a clear pick to put somebody with a friend, right? Burns, I don't know that we see him again until Sunday, um, and then the Ricky pick as well. He missed five putts inside of ten feet, three of which would have He's won holes. Historically, not a good, not a great Ryder Cup player, and he was thirteenth in points. You like the thing that was really clear today out at this golf course was like if you drive it well. You have a huge, huge, huge advantage, like from the drivable par fours to the just like, hey, if you find the fairway and can hit it far, you've got like a great advantage. And there's a guy that's that was ninth in points that, you know, is sitting at home that is arguably behind Scotty Scheffler, yeah. the Americans best tee to green player. So what and he's also like 25. So right. Like right. that is it's absolute banana land that Cameron Young is not on this team. So what after watching this golf course. What we're talking about here a lot is, you know, this fear about the bottom of the roster at the Euros when it turns out the guys who didn't show up were like the captain's picks level. The whether you want to call them bottom or not, whether Burns is one for sure. Fowler was one Spieth. towards the end. Speeth. He made five birdies, but like, you know, Listen, like five birdies on a course with par fives that are reachable and drivable fours. I think like this is a golf course that's set up to make birdies. Right, right. Uh, let's go. Let's go a little blow by blow from what we just watched. So, Hovland How, I, real quick, holistically. Yeah. And I I said this this morning, but it wasn't on the pod. And I just want to reiterate this: if you're reasoning for t taking Justin Thomas was that he's our heart and soul. How is he not on your opening like opening morning card? Yeah. I mean there's a ton of inconsistency in what's been stated and what's been played out, right? Like, or or there's how is, just... if he's your emotional leader, he means so much to the team. And I think we saw it this afternoon, his value. He played well. Uh there was a little bit of an overinflation in his play, I thought, if you look at the but card, that but he back was great nine. on the back yeah. nine. And honestly, there would have been an over critique if the other way, too. Like, if totally, he shot 72, way, he would have been, been, yeah. Yeah, BS, like overdoing it. Um, but he was he was incredibly valuable today. And based on the way the morning went, like 
not to be hindsight, but you got to put him out there. If he matters so much, send him. If he's the heart and soul, if he's this emotional leader and it like you're, you know, and getting off to a good start is so critical. And in a, in a, competition, a competitive start, in a competition that you haven't won away in 30 years. That's what I'm saying. It just felt like we were being caught gentle. Well, I think it was, we got more talent. We're going to, you know, we can just, I, I think it was, it feels like cockiness. And let's be honest, they're like, this sounds like hokum or like BS. I am fully on board with there is some mystical thing that happens to the Euros in the Ryder Cup, especially in Europe. Like, how can you not see the Hoygaard's all of a sudden making eight birdies? Bobby Mack leads off with like a nuke ball down the middle and makes a birdie of five feet. Like, there is something that just, like, I that is goes so far beyond the paper and it is now bankable from every four years. Like, I'm sorry. Shit just starts happening. Justin Rose is all of a sudden like 2013, Justin Rose on the 18th green. Like there is something mystical, whatever you want to, they'll chalk it up to like Seve, the ghost of like whatever, yeah, uh, but there's Rom's, Rom's playing into the Seve thing now. Uh, yeah. I think they believe it and maybe it tr- translates, but there's something Stuff just starts to happen, and they're like Hovland chipping in on the first green, and Hovland's a great player. Obviously, he's not one of like the on paper weak links. It's just like okay, here we go. This is what happens. Hovland's short game was incredible this morning. He all around was he your MVP of the day? Just in terms of uh, enjoying watching him, and obviously performance based too. Yeah, I think he just set a, a certain tone to the day that chip in. I think Rom. Would be would be hard to not yeah. like put in that bucket too, where yeah. where Rom, you know, Rom took took out Scheffler this morning, you know, in in pretty e- easy form, and then mm-hmm. when Scheffler Scheffler and Brooks really threw a lot at him, and he's playing with Ho- Hogard, like to get to get that half point right where you're playing with the rookie, even though the rookie was great, but that coming down the stretch. Nikolai wasn't the guy that was like making the plays down the stretch, right? And I think that's like the the interesting thing with these matches, which I I I love about this event is like you get effectively like Sunday at major championship mm-hmm. level level um, intensity Pressure. and and stakes yep. to these matches, and it's amazing how. A lot of times the same guys, it's like what Brooks said, like the guys that want the, the question about like the guys that want the ball, like the guys that want like that shot Brooks hit from 50 yards in the, in the, you know, it was a the good right lie, shot. but he yeah. was in like the wispy stuff with water behind the hole, <clears throat> hitting that to like three feet was unbelievable. And then John Rahm, a guy that we've seen just make these types of moments, ha- like these moments he just has that innate ability to i know the putt hit the back of the hole popped up and dropped in yeah. but like it's olympia fields it's it's the tory pines, pines putt yep. like it, it's just some guys have it and some guys don't and in these extremely high stakes moments that match play create you it identifies the guys rob had three hole outs from off the green one near ace and then that bomb eagle i think he went yeah eagle Birdie eagle or eagle? Yeah. yeah. Eagle uh, birdie eagle. Um, yeah, to so finish. Like Rom just. Or no, he made par. Par on something. Yeah, he right? almost hold it. Um, 
but yeah, just a, an incredible finish. The best guys stepped up. Like you said, we don't even really know necessarily who the U.S. best guys are outside of um, Scotty. And like sometimes that's a good problem today. It felt like a problem problem. Um, so that's where we're at. It's a five point. I, I felt like Rob, when you're debating MVPs, Rob, uh, Rory was the only one on the roster we got two points but it, it was rom or hovland based on the matches yeah like um, i mean the rory thing who knows what that match would have been but matt fitzpatrick what what a what a session i think he has to play foursomes tomorrow right why just because of how i mean he good was, he looked he and putted played probably played the best golf of anybody in for a, like an hour and a half two yeah. hours yeah for sure right that's that's to say rory was bad he was good he just he wasn't like the best but again like you talk about shots right you hit him when like the shot he hit on it's 17 is like you just over. get these like yeah. leverage moments in yep. certain players like rise to the occasion like the u.s needed that can't lay xander point so bad or something a half something there at the end mm-hmm. and roy just drops a dart on top of the flag and it's like boom you're you're out of here um so yeah really impressive stuff all the way around. I think we'll go blow by blow. But let's first do an gonna, ad read. We've been saying we're going to go blow by blow. I know, for but then we probably minutes. already covered it. Anyways. Yeah, we I want to get to JT a little bit more, speed a little bit more. We'll do an ad read, though, for our friends from B Dratty. What are we're you wearing? What do you got? I've got a Russell quarter zip. A little casual Friday here in the rain. People can actually see it. We never do gray. ad reads where people got can see the product. Gun. The Russell Q zip <laughs> for me. I'm not gonna, you know, do smoke and mirrors here. I've got like joggers on, but it's yeah, that kind too. of thing. I could wear this I mean, with a button up, down. We've been up since nice, 1:30 Eastern. Nice, <laughs> I could wear this with a button down out to a nice dinner. I could wear this to play golf. I played golf in a different color one of these yesterday. Believe yeah, it or not, you were got I the could green. Wear it. It's like a sweatshirt too. It's comfy. I could wear it with joggers and watch golf at 1:30 well, in the morning. It's kind of like perfect. You're wearing the Russell quarter zip. I'm wearing the Russell crew neck. I wear this like this is like football Sunday outfit right if you're i know i got a big couch day ahead it's it's raining outside in central california all day i know i'm gonna be on the couch it's russell core uh, russell crew neck for me i love this new colorway they got they got this blue blue and white stripe i think we have it in the fried egg pro shop i think we if do. you don't want fried egg logo which is fine with no offense taken yeah, go to, you, go go to, you go to bdraddy.com use the promo code sgs 30 30 percent off that knocks off a significant amount of cash. Yeah, a lot of capital. Good. It feels good to do and, that when you're And I'll tell you, out. one of my favorite things about this Russ Crew Neck is I have, I have like four of them. I've had them since they came out maybe four years ago. They're still good. Like, More than that. I, like, it's like an OG, one of the OG. You love those. I, I have four of them. I have two gray. I've got, I've got a navy blue, and I've got this one. And... Uh, and I just I wear them all the time when you, when the you, weather. You it's like I just am always in them. You are. That's not an ad read. You're. Always I say to my wife this. like we'll go to dinner. I'm like, how do I look? She's like, you wear that like every day. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you always do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, go to bedratty.com. Use promo code SGS30. Thanks to them for their support at our um, our biggest biggest events. They get us to a lot of stuff. They they take care of us. It's really been great friends of the program. All right. I guess things are getting chippy. This is a James Colgan tweet. Brooks Kepka. I mean, I want to hit a board and pout just like John Rahm did, but you know, it is what it is. Act like a child, but we're adults. We move on. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> did Rahm get mad at a missed shot or something? Unbelievable. Uh, during the match, hit a board and pout? Kepka. Brooksy. Call Azzer down five, just firing missiles. What? Is, have we seen something like this in sports? Like, you know, 
I fire. love that. Who? Uh, oh my god! It's a it's an ultimate play better. Oh, we're getting a lot about Zach being completely just on his head. You know, he's he's been sort of a mess. I I don't know if he's the he's the deciding factor, but incredible. Rom said, uh, Hoygaard told him, "What would Sevi do?" Uh, would he putt it like it was a 75-foot putt that hit the back of the hole and ran in at 100 miles an hour? Maybe that's what he would do. That's, in fact, what happened. I cannot believe Kepka launching that missile after he just got halved by Rom. After think, they're down five. Well, again, again. Is this the American entitlement? It's going to... I mean, is he trying to fire maybe, up the team? Maybe there's, maybe there's some frustration. I see, it sounds like frustration. Probably feels like they shouldn't have lost that half point. Maybe he's also a little frustrated that he didn't play in the morning. Well, that's that's what I'm getting at with this participation trophy. Like, why do we have to play? Why what? Brooks should be in there? Yeah, exactly. Like, we talked about this. I think, like, anybody that's talked about this Ryder Cup, if you're, like, top three American guys, Brooks is one of the top Scotty three. Scotty Brooks, yeah. And yeah. if he's playing well, if you have faith in him, if he's the heart and soul of your team, what... JT represents is a third dog that, like, if he's playing well, matches up talent-wise. And we saw the talent. We saw the shots. Like, where JT's such a magician is around the greens, and he was just spectacular down the stretch with those shots around the greens. And it's like, if if those guys are playing well, and for all intents and purposes, the three of them played well. Like, JT might be, he didn't play, like, great, out of his mind. But JT playing above average, Brooks playing well, and Scotty playing well. Like, Brooks played well down the stretch. He he wasn't great early, played well down the stretch. Those three guys can match the talent of Hovland, uh, of Hovland, Rahm, and Rory. I cannot believe he said that. I mean, that's, I know Kepka's likes doing that swagger and stuff, but Rahm is... You know, Rahm is every bit. I know he doesn't have five majors. He, you know, he bottled up Brooksy at the Masters this year. He just halved on him. That's a that's an amazing. I don't think we see that very if ever. You know, at least in a long time in the Ryder Cup, where they literally call out a guy and call him a child, pout, act like a child. We're adults. We move on. They're talking about like the number one ish player in the world. And Rahm, kind of incredible quote to give. Um, Oh, it's an amazing quote, not just for this week. But like these are the guys; these are two of the five guys that you expect to contend at multiple majors a year, and it's just a great, it's just a great little quote. Seems for like it could be a thing. The capsule yeah. of the next three years. Like God. this is this quote's got got legs. We're we still haven't gone blow by blow. Where I don't think there's anything to blow by blow over anymore. Like I want to ask you. All right, I, Americans I, here, are five down. I, I got two. I got a question for you. Yeah, if you're Luke Donald. Are you going to try and get Rom, Hovland, Rory blows? I've, that was sort of the other side of my question. Um, are are I, you going to try and put the pedal down? Not in the morning. Not, not in the, the morning. morning. And then maybe see where you're at in the afternoon. Maybe try to preserve one. I don't think so. I think you, you play to win the game, as Herman, uh, Herm Edwards once told us. Uh, I feel like you're thinking about the, the Browns, the game that I hear more about than any game is the Browns-Chiefs game. 
where the Browns just didn't didn't put the Chiefs away. When Chad Henney beat us, yeah, to go, yeah, that was <laughs> that's great. the game. That's the um, game you talk <laughs> about more than any game. Um, but I I think you in the morning and then feel it out how things are going and maybe you have that luxury in the afternoon. But maybe, I don't think you. I feel on. like if you you're I think Rom's the guy that you worry about wearing down a little bit more so than than I guess. I think he's going to... Vic is looking thick, by the way. They all look thick. They're off the bus burly boys, which is a highlight of the morning. You know, we're like weary-eyed and groggy. It's 1.30 (laughs) Eastern. It's it's 3.30 Eastern. And there we got Shane Lowry, who was last in strokes gained in the session for the Euros. Not everybody. I mean, I think Fowler and others were way down below. Thanks thanks for playing one of... Historically, you might start to go down historically as one of the worst Ryder Cup players ever. Lowry is like the Jack Haley, right? On the bench, he's jumping up and down, screaming around his hovel. And he's, uh, he's Giannis's brother. Yes, <laughs> yes, somebody like that. He's, is he's it Thanasis? Is that the Thanasis? Thanasis, maybe. Don't come to us for pronunciations <laughs> on anything. But uh, Lowry and, and Septic, the tank, just rumbling and stumbling right through like hapless... Uh, hapless Morikawa and little Ricky. It was kind of great. And they give this big, the earth shook because they do this big. They had to, they the had end. to keep them out of the heat in the afternoon too. <laughs> you know, you get your big guys out there early. You save them for tomorrow. You, you couldn't have those guys out there in the afternoon. They established the run. And then when they went hurry up in the afternoon, they got, <laughs> they, they well, they could go, they could go play action. Yeah. They could do anything from that. From, they got those guys out there and, and from there they could do anything they wanted. So the reverse side of your question, to me about do you play do you try to give these guys a luxury break of Hovland and those types who right now if you're Zatch like let's tie let's time we're down five who's not playing tomorrow if you're American like under any circumstances this isn't happening it's time for being polite is over the time for wishing that something might happen you just you go with your best at the best at that time and you just I'm putting Xander and, and can't lay out there Xander missed he was bad. So many shorties. He was among the best strokes gained in the morning, even though a he lot of guys had a played. But here's the thing: putts. a lot of guys played bad for you. So I'm taking right. Sure. I'm going and I'm saying, okay, these are two of my by based off of everything we know. These are two of my, you know, eight best players. They are going together. They they've historically been great together. Right. I'm right. I'm taking them. I'm putting Spieth and JT out there. Like you have to go down. I think so. I'm putting Scheffler and Kepka out there. And then I think the question is, what's your fourth match or fourth group? Um, I I'm not opposed to Ricky playing four ball. I'm saying four ball. Okay. okay. Like I'm not opposed to him. Like the problem with Ricky, I think an alternate shot is like you want guys with like some that are either like super elite all-around players or people with standout skills that like can really put other players with elite skill sets in positions that they're not used to, right? Mm -hmm. Like where you can put together like alternate shot you can create. It's like a create a player where you're borrowing assets of players and you can, and you saw this with the Europeans, right? They put Aberg and Hovland together. Hovland's hitting, hitting approach shots from argue one of the three best driver in the world's, you know, Hovland like isn't as good around the greens. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but he was great. He was great this morning, but like you had Aberg chipping on holes that like 
you might have missed screens, right? It was like because Hovland was hitting more approach shots. It was just a smart pairing, yeah. right? And meanwhile, the U.S. like I don't what's what's Max Homa and Brian Harmon bringing out of each other? What are they bringing out of each other? Harmon was not good. I didn't think Max was very good uh, in the afternoon. And again, his like, first putt was. Not. If you if you go through Hovland and Aberg, is is Harmon and and Homa maybe the only thing they could argue is better is around the greens and on the greens? You have better drivers, better approach players, right? And that's the problem is that they're just completely by these pairings being kind of janky. You're like you're just getting better teams from a team with less talent, right? I think Burns cannot play. I'd be hesitant to throw Ricky out there in the morning. The nice thing about the Americans is that at all, actually. you shouldn't have to worry about Brooks, Spieth, Shepler. or or uh, or JT going because they they already rested. Yeah, right. I see what you're saying. They're going 36 tomorrow. Yeah, Cantlay also. Cantlay can go 36. Yeah, Cantlay, who we are told is not wearing a hat, as <laughs> what's up with that? And he's told people on the ground that you know. It has something to do with, you know, the PGA making it's some sort of silent protest. PGA making that guy's making more money than I am. You know, the PGA is making billions off this and millions off this and we don't get jack squat. I don't know if it's some sort of silent protest. As we know, Cantley is prone to wanting to redirect the, the, the kitty and the pots and He's all that. He's very stuff. motivated so, by money. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's it fine. Might explain golf, his, but. his major championship versus <laughs> FedEx cup performance. Um, <laughs> Um, I think he's got to play. He should play 36 tomorrow. I think, I think Wyndham Clark, Xander. honestly, like all he played a bad 18th hole, but I thought he was one of the more impressive players out there. He was carrying that match with yeah. Max down the down the stretch. Are you okay with Homa playing one of two tomorrow, two of two? Where are you with him? I think Wyndham Clark should play 36. I think then it's figuring out who, who matches up. Again, Colin. Like, why do you want Wyndham Clark out there? He's got a gas pedal that Birdies. Ludwig Aberg yeah. and Rory have off the tee. Like right. he is Halt shot. You you saw it on eighteen. He was flying it past where Rom hit it. Right. Like right. that's insane. Yep. You have to play that guy in alt shot because he's going to give another player that might be a really good iron player. Like I mean, maybe it's Max. Right. Max is a good iron player. You're giving him the opportunity to hit approach shots from places he normally wouldn't be able to hit it. It's going to amplify his approach skill. God, the Euros didn't even play Fleetwood in the afternoon. I know. They get like, you know, they win the, they, they just, they, their that's three a, guys came through and ours were just kind of, that's what I'm wondering. Like are floundering around. If, if you can sneak a, a rest in for, for Rom Hovland and, and Rory tomorrow, if there's a way that you can kind of parse it together, given, you know, you, you sat Fleetwood, you know, you sat, uh, you said septic tank who who was pretty good. He was good. He septic was not, he held his own. You know, there's a lot of like this is a you guys just are you know riding this kind of eccentric thing of a septic I don't think tank. you play Bob. You can't play Bob tomorrow. So maybe if you're up like 8 or 9 in the afternoon. I don't know. You're up 5. It's going to be hard. Maybe if you're up 7 8. Like at afternoon. this point just like you got him in. He played his own ball for 18 holes. Sit him down, and at worst, he lose he, he loses one point for you. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Where else do we want to go? Zach. 
Uh, what's his deal standing on the tee? Rappaport. It seems like he's <laughs> Danny, just being... Danny, Danny I love the, I, this is my kind of reporting. This is great reporting. He had to be asked to move off the tee. Like, this is a guy, as we've known, stands real close to the ball during his warm-ups. You know, he hits those little dinks off the off the tee box markers at, at uh, Augusta. Like, this is a guy we know kind of maybe has spatial, poor spatial awareness or something, but... Has to be moved off, boxed out twice on two separate occasions by a caddy. I think it was Finnis, yeah, Finno, yeah, Fleetwood's caddy in the morning, and then I believe Fitzpatrick in the afternoon. Is this gamesmanship? Is this Zatch just being extra, thinking he's, thinking he's, you know, some sort of Pat Riley type figure when he's actually more of a David Blatt or something like that? It just feels like he's going overboard. But that's kind of my my our kind of reporting, our kind of amusements. Um, what else? The crowd? Apparently, you know this this refined greatest golf crowd in the in the world. Oh, you're going after just, the European. Uh, they're jeering. They're again. cheering bad shots. They're jeering when guys are over putts. When guys are over the ball, yelling at them. Like I, it happens. Beth Page is going to be uh, pretty brutal, I would imagine. You know, pretty like a lion's den. Like it happens. But you know, we just don't sit on the high horse. And talk about how it would never would in our country or it never like it happens in Europe. They yelled in Tiger's backswing at Carnegie. They've been doing this. You know, and that doesn't mean the, the golf fans the vo- are bad. The and vocal not knowledgeable. Min- that doesn't mean that. the vocal minority exists in all cultures. But it seems like it's, you know, it feels like the Euro press is just trying to reckon with their own sort of electorate. They're, they're trying to figure out like, oh, I don't like this. What's happening? Because they've been on this on this corner for so many years about how it's a one-sided thing, but it's come to Europe. I don't want to derail your rant about Europe, but I, I've got a Zatch quote for oh, you. Gosh. Is this a self-contradicting <laughs> mess? Despite the scoreboard, I'm still extremely proud of what they've done. Uh, I would ask him to clarify what they've done what does he mean by that like hit the golf ball <laughs> walked 18 holes like i of course i'm not saying you crap on him but but what is what i would say to elaborate i'm not i think there's stuff he, he should be proud of he just needs to go beyond that like this morning he opened up with uh the past is the past like that's that's accurate statement the past is the past uh that happened 30 years ago also accurate and, and then he never gave a reasoning for what it meant for today or why it didn't matter today but uh, he's very, he's not a great quote, which doesn't make you a bad captain. Stricker, I think, was the con, you know, the, the example of that. Um, what else happened? Do you want to do coverage yet, or should we talk a little bit more? Oh. Any other players? Uh, anybody, anyone else were leaving? On I the feel cutting like room we've floor? talked about everybody here, right? We kind uh, of did. If, 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 we, like, if we've missed anybody, we've talked, we've talked about everybody. You're okay with JT. I mean, you know, Justin. You I'm okay with Justin Rose playing a little bit more. I thought he, I thought he provided some, and obviously that clutch putt that was shades of Medina on 18. Um, with the I, reaction too. I, you know, one of the things I do love is like, you know, the, the certain guys have like just like patent reactions, right? Rose has one. Yeah, Rose like has one. Yeah. Handed, yeah. JT's natural reaction, which is rarely, is like he goes like this. He goes the, downward. Yeah. Right. Roy does that too. Um, yeah. but you know, then he does the other like staged <laughs> ones, like the yeah, and those are always cringeworthy. But um, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I think we've talked about every player. Let's I, talk about. I, the can we talk about Roy real quick? Yeah. I. Just like all, yeah, it was an Dream incredible start. day. Despite the five point, the the blowout, 
the first ever Justin Ray, I called it Justin Ray special, which means if Justin Ray has several tweets to highlight how this has hap- not happened in this many years, or this is like never happened. It means, you know, something went really good for somebody or really bad. And that was a Justin Ray special in the morning. Um, despite the blowout, it was an amazing day as we're talking about the, the emotions and the fist pumps and everything and the great golf, really the great golf in the afternoon, the middling golf in the, in the morning. By the way, the middling golf, we talked about this in the live show, the Burley boys were the most vulnerable, right? They, they just like the Ricky Colin, who we didn't talk too much about, like that's the one where you could have picked off something because they did. They, Shane was not great. Um, but Rory... I swear to God, maybe this was just seeing things I want to see or, or not want to see, but over over analyzing. He seemed emotional after he got that first point when he yeah. dropped that dagger to close out uh, Xander and Cantlay. I think, I, I and think he was emotional at the end of Whistling Straits, as we know, but it wasn't to that effect. He seemed like almost relieved by the way things were going. And I think there had to, to be him. a lot of anxiety yeah. about what had happened last year or yeah. la- Whistling Straits, and just this anxiety of like. I don't want to be so, you know, like I think the thing with the, with the way these teams are constructed, we t- talked about this, like there was a lot of pressure on Rory coming into this. There was a lot of pressure on John Rahm. There's a lot of pressure on Victor Hovland because those guys know that there's a little bit of talent disparity at the back end and that they have to play really well. And I think that was just relief that, Hey, we're off and we're running. We're not like behind the eight ball. I mean, they got, I think like what was maybe under talked about a little bit mm-hmm. was Europe got embarrassed at Whistling Straits. Nineteen nine, like, the best of, or the most ever. Flat out embarrassed. Yep. And the in the and the Americans rubbed it in too. You know, it was the JT with the shotgunning beers. It was Bryson with his antics. Like they got embarrassed. The U.S. kind of it was like it. You know, they had ran up the score, and it's this is a completely different European team coming back. And, you know, they like they played like they had a little extra motivation anyways. One more Jay Ray as we're throwing it in. This is the first time in history the United States has not won a single match in a day at the Ryder Cup. So that's they had nuts. three halves in the afternoon, and that's that. The one and a half points, not a single win. Um, I mean, they took him, it took him six holes into the afternoon to even lead a, red, a match. A red block on the board, yeah. It, it was an all-time bad day uh all right let's get to coverage this was the overnight ire it didn't get any better in the afternoon it just became more plain through uh like i think i try to avoid this because it it becomes sort of an echo chamber on twitter it becomes like the bar is really low to bitching about coverage of a sport i think that is admittedly hard to cover it's different than football you're always gonna miss stuff yes I think so like in that it seems like Twitter sometimes only exists a bit about the coverage now. And so I think it it takes something extreme. Golf doesn't golf. Like it's important to point out golf doesn't have television timeouts like every other sport. Right. And we signed, we did our live deal yesterday reacting to the lineup. And I said, look, the coverage is going to be tough to start. It's going to be bad. There'll be a ton of commercials. Steal yourselves for it. Be ready. I knew it was coming. I still wasn't prepared. And like your main story of your once every two years, arguably the best event in golf for the first five hours. For cannot, Americans for the first five hours. Yeah. Cannot be the abominable way in which it is presented and covered. That's the main story. Especially, that is a, that's a news item. And that's as much as the recap of the day 
as maybe any match, which is not a good thing. Especially when you have to understand the commitment that people are making to watch a Ryder Cup in Italy. I, you know, like I put, you know, there's minimal stock in this, but like I was, you know, comparatively to like open championships, which are broadcast at similar hours, Twitter was buzzing today. There were a lot of people that woke up that made the commitment. I think a, because it's one day of like a, a weekday, one day made the commitment to be like, I am changing the way I live my life to watch this. And I think there was just grave disappointment of like, how could they do this to me? I'm a fan. And they made this awful for me. The graphics were bad. The sound was bad. The commercials were bad. The pictures were bad. The camera work was bad. Um, the commentary was uh, fine, I guess. They were working with what they could work with. It was it was awful. It was. Well, they don't the, even the, have the, a producer on the ground. Yeah, they're doing it, I guess, from uh, Connecticut. They, chi- they cheaped out. They didn't send their team to the event. You can't it's- have this. This is a, a Super Bowl-ish. It's a, a big bowl game ish. You talk about event. being dollar smart or dollar smart and sense stupid. How much money did they spend to get these rights? And then it's like we get to the the end of the. It's like oh, but we're not going to send our team there, so we have to do things off of the world feed. And because of that, like our announcers don't really know what's coming. We had, we don't have control of what's coming down the down the pipe this morning. Uh, Shane Lowry wraps a putt. It's, it hits a putt. Fifteen footer. I don't know what it was. It sounds like a Nike Sasquatch. They dub <laughs> over uh, over the contact. It was horrendous. This it was a joke. You start howling, laughing. You're half awake, uh, and you're already laughing at the sound. That's how noticeable it was. The scoreboards are kind of jumbled. Um, the commercials are what people drove people nuts. What I don't understand is the people that are watching at two in the morning aren't going to all of a sudden want to like pursue whatever kept Gemini is about, or this bank's fees, like lack of fees are about. If anything, this is reverse marketing. It's bad marketing. It's angering people that you're interrupted. Like no one's being persuaded in any direction at two 30 in the morning by these incessant commercial breaks. It was abominable. You have eight balls in play. You had eight balls in play. It's not. And we lost like the commercial breaks, like fine hammer in the commercials. That's fine. But worse than that, um, is, is if like you lose track of all this, you lose track of everything, right? You lose track of the matches. You lose track of what's yeah, going on. There's eight how, balls why did these guys morning. get, how did this guy get to the spot? How did they get to the green? What's going on? You know, the, there was eight balls in play this morning. And I, I like, I was disoriented as to what yeah. was going on in the first match. They were three holes in and it's like, wait, what happened on two? What happened on three? How did they get here? It's, right. it's insane. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, there's they're showing the cho- the Tony Jacklin award explainer with Aeon. And then they come back and they're like, oh, the U.S. has already hit. They're up on the right side of the green. It's okay. I mean, why are you I telling don't even me that? Mind. It's alternate shot. It's two, two tee shots. I don't even mind the tape delay. If every th- single thing, like, I have no clue. I have yeah. no clue. Like, if yeah. everything isn't live and you show me all the shots... I don't care. Like, it, just figure it out. Figure yeah. it out. You can't. You have to be able to, like, what faith does this give you that, I mean, the thing about it is the coverage is getting worse. Somehow, 
I think like CBS has gotten better. I'm saying like just overall the NBC. Well, this, I'm talking about NBC. How how is the coverage getting worse? Because they they have to reduce costs. It's, I'm not putting this like all on the people, yeah. right? I mean they they don't have the budget they had, and so they're taking a feed from across the pond. They're jamming as many ads as, as they can. It seems like um, it's been. Look, I don't want to talk about this on the Ryder Cup. I, I expected it to be bad, and I didn't plan to have to talk this. But it was you can't do that to your most engaged audience, no one who gives a shit about any of these ads, no one that needs to be told, like, you should go to Ireland to play golf, a tourism ad, or, like, all these like these random software ads. Like, people are losing what their mind. What about the Wagoneer They're, ad? F, <laughs> the Wagoneer ad, your favorite. Derek I Jeter love the Wagoneer ad. Appearing in a plane hanger. I just have like, so many questions. So I wonder, there should be a sequel of some guy picking the Wagoneer up at Derek Jeter's house and driving it back to the plane hanger. That should be the next commercial. Yeah. It's like some, you know, Derek Jeter calls some private driver and says, hey, you got to come pick up the Wagoneer and drive it back to my private jet hanger. And this is the one <laughs> this is the one week where you could you could capture some casuals like right especially today before football's on the weekend. I saw football college football writers like the presentation of golf is truly incomprehensible how bad this is. How I cannot watch in some sort of sequential order. It's like we're going to go to commercial during second down but we'll be back for third down. And you know the ball may be where it is but you won't know how it got there. Um it was it was you're turning people off with the way this is presented and I feel for the people involved. Uh, and it was that bad that it felt like sort of a, a here's I, I'm trying to tone it down quite honestly, cause it was so hot overnight. And I think I, I just like, I think this is important. We're obviously very into golf. We're very in the weeds. We're, you know, the 1% fan. This is my, my college group mm-hmm. chat that I always reference. This is a friend, casual golf fan you know, like interested in majors. That's about it. At 151 Central, 151 Central, where he lives, he's up at at 1.30 in the morning to watch golf at the minimum. This TV coverage sucks. How do we not see every shot with four groups going back to bed? Right. Like It shouldn't be hard to follow How that. How is that? Yeah. Could you imagine if they played like Georgia, Alabama at one thirty in the morning and people having that re- reaction? Right. Could you imagine if they played the Super Bowl at at a crazy hour? They played it, decided to play it in London and in the morning in, in London. Right. And, right. And, and football fans being uh, reacting that way. I see some people pushing back from NBC like uh, or who work with it. You know, let's say that's a world feed. I, I hope we've been clear about like some of the distinctions. And what's that, the world this, feed? Send somebody there. This can't be the presentation. It can't be the presentation for a Ryder Cup. If that's what we want to do. And this is sort of like a Super Bowl and we market it that way. And then we jump in and there are more. We saw how many shots of Annika and Tony Finau and Sam Ryder talking at a conference table and whatever else. Some saw more that. shots of them than some of the golfers we didn't that were see playing. A lot of people, a lot of shots in the morning. It was it was that bad. It was inexcusable. Um, all right, where are we going from here? Where where are you at with this competition? Is it over? I I, I, I don't want to get you freezing cold taked, but like, what's the path? I don't I don't think it's back? over. Okay, there's so much golf left. I mean, if it, this is listen, like this is sports. This is why we play the games. It's a it's not over. It I mean, like this is Atlanta Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl type stuff. But like. 
you know, the the thing is, like, if the U.S. goes, if they go 6-2 tomorrow, is that, can they go 6-2? I think that's in the realm of possibilities, yeah. Yeah, if we stop. And we're right back in it. It's, it's, a, it's basically a tie game. Like, yeah. that's not crazy talk, right? If, right. if they go 5-3, you know, they're, then they have to have the biggest comeback of all time. So, right. you know, they got to go. They, they, gotta, they have to go 5-3. They have to. They have to win five points. Tomorrow. They have to win five points tomorrow. Which means, you know, it's you gotta take totally feasible. Three in a session probably right? to get there. Yeah. That's yeah. that's not unrealistic. Nothing, nothing about foursomes in Europe for the last three session three editions so we're talking you know <laughs> would point that way 26 matches or whatever almost 30 matches would point to us being able to even split <laughs> split that session so uh we'll see where it goes it, it was a, a really exciting day aside from the coverage really fun to watch and despite the coverage and despite the margins which i think again speaks to sort of the, the nature of this event uh and we will be back 1 30 a.m on uh we'll be midway saturday. It's midway saturday through tomorrow. we'll do something yeah we'll do that again it's like 6 a.m it was about 6 a.m today not on the podcast feed just a quick quick little check-in 15 yeah. minutes YouTube we'll throw it live friday, i think it's friday youtube friday golf youtube and you can watch it on the youtube channel if, you, if you're if you, late if you subscribe 15. you get notified oh we're trying that's to what people are saying there. no but Honestly, we spun this up on the people, fly. I know we spun it we up on the fly yesterday. We don't even have a camera. We're, using, we're yeah, down a computer because of this. Yeah, you know, come on, people. It's pissing poor, down. poor Matt's not Walker able to down. do any work. I know, I you know. You know, he's but, just having to be a, a, a spectator. So that'll come at like 6, uh, 6 a.m. on Saturday, but you can watch on the YouTube channel after a 15-minute check-in at the midpoint. Maybe there'll be some more commercials to yell about or some four, foursomes matches to get hyped about. And then we'll do another recording after the conclusion of Saturday. Maybe live again. We'll see. Uh, but we appreciate your support. We'll be back with you then. Mm-hmm.